Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. And in today's episode, we're somewhere new. New, 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 new. Discussing what we've done so far and talking through some of the different tourist activities before we decide which one we'll take you on in the next episode. And right now, and in the next episode, we'll be having a little drink to help us along the way. Yeah. So... Where are we this week? We're in Budapest. Oh, you're saying it like, the proper way. Like a native Budapest. Yeah. You're a bit like when people say chorizo as chorizo. Chorizo. And you go, yeah, I know you're right, but you sound like a wanker. Budapest it is. Budapest. Um, we are coming from our hotel. Yeah. And, oh my God. It's lovely. I like to do this thing when we go away anywhere, where we stay in pretty cheap places. Yeah. And then the last two nights, I bring out the big guns. And we stay somewhere luxury. Yeah. Though, got to say... Still not super expensive, by the way. No, it's like £108 a night. Wow. And it is super nice. In fact, we need to get ourselves a drink. Yeah. We have got a drinks cabinet we do i've so, never i've never seen a drinks cabinet we have to move because we're on the bed at the minute which is bloody massive bragging it right, is jump off the bed i'm off the bed right we are now we're painting a visual for you we're by our drinks cabinet right you take that one and i'll take the other cupboard door one two three uh, one, two, reveal three. yourself and the lights come on automatically and in front of us we've got a massive is that a liter a liter of bombay sapphire not free We've got, no, we've got, what's this? That's Is that whiskey. whiskey? Single malt scotch whiskey. We've got a litre of vodka. We've got a red wine. An assortment of chips, crisps. Crisps, sorry, American. <laughs> and then like a drawer, but the drawer is a fridge. Oh my God. So bloody clever. So I think we should have something from the drinks bar because I have never, ever had anything from a drinks bar before. Well, should we have a quick look at prices? Oh, yeah, we should probably do that first. This is true luxury, having something from the drinks bar. High-quality paper on the menu. Should I say, well done, guys. So... Oh, God. <laughs> I that, might be quickly regressing. It's very expensive. That whiskey is about 80 quid. What? And that is expensive, isn't it? The gin is about 50 quid, 40, 50 quid. That's too expensive. What about this beer, though? Beer's that, normally good, and we've got a Carlsberg. About four quid. Oh! A Danish Pilsner for our time in Budapest. <laughs> well, I know 
four pound isn't cheap by budapest standards but for a hotel i think we should crack that open i have one of them each yeah go on open Hold it oh lovely and now we can begin we've been continuing on our european train trip choo choo and our last train james declared as you will have heard was his best train journey of his life. Best train of my life. Prague to Bratislava. Honestly, it was 20-something quid, 21 quid, 22 quid. I got a private booth. It was just the dream. Now, we went from Bratislava to Budapest. Disaster. No! It wasn't a disaster, but in terms of your ticket options, that was a disaster. Well, there were only two different fares that you could go for. You could either go for second class or first class. So you picked... Second class. And how much more was first class? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, good. It was £6 more. £6, by the way. But... £6. <laughs> which is basically what it cost to get me to the other end of the Piccadilly line on the tube. But, unlike the previous train, you only got a better seat. There was no like added extra such as tea, coffee, drinks. It was just based on the seat. So I was like, we can rough it. It's only 2 hours 47 rough minutes. It. Yeah, okay. The other reason I booked second class is because I'd already looked into the whole train, the setup, and I knew that it had a restaurant car. Oh, yeah, it did. Now, it's not like what UK trains have. It's no. got full-on seating. The whole carriage is just for going in, sitting down, and having some food or drink. Yeah, sit-down meal style. They had little lamps at the tables. You get to watch all the scenery pass by. They've got someone coming to your table. What's the scenery pass by? What, are you saying that the, one of the features of the <laughs> restaurant cart is windows? Yes. But it had, a, it had a waiter. Yeah. And they come to your table. What do you want to drink? It had draft beer. Yes, it did. Draft beer. Yeah, for £2.42, they would pull you a pint. And it came with the in a proper glass jar with a foamy head. And yeah, I do think it's a massive perk that you get to sit there and watch the scenery pass by. It's I think lovely. it was bloody lovely. It's brilliant. Yeah, so I would go ahead and say that on my next trip, I would book second class again, but I would spend all the time in the restaurant. Yeah, no, I would do that. We should have spent more time in there in reflection, but... That's what we did. Anyway, it was good. I enjoyed my time there. We arrived in Budapest mm -hmm. swiftly after enjoying that. Now, you have been to Budapest before. I have. I've been here for a stag do. Yes. So, different kind of vibe. I came from my mate Christian's stag do. Now, remind me. I do know this already. Remind me what you did on this stag do. It was a mix. It wasn't like the... We didn't do strip clubs or anything like that. No. You went to a... Museum. And you drank? Now, I didn't drink... A milkshake, but some of the guys one morning drank milkshakes, and I think there's only me and my mate Daniel that were drinking beers at one point. But I remember when you were texting me on this time, you were like, we're in a museum, we've just had a milkshake. I was like, what are you doing, lads? I feel <laughs> this, like you're doing this wrong. This wasn't Christian, this was some of the other mates. Anyway, it didn't matter. But uh, I did see some tourist things, as well as the ruined bars previously, but I'd only done two days, and it was traditionally very touristy. Very Brits abroad. That's what we did. Yeah. And what are your first impressions on revisiting? It is very beautiful. So beautiful. It feels, I think you said this the second we stepped out of the station, it feels like a big, big city. The difference coming from Bratislava, which we really liked, but was super quiet and super small. I stepped out and I was like, I wasn't expecting this. It's like it's like Paris. It's like coming out of Gardenor. 
in Paris and going, we've arrived. Yeah. Shit is going on here. It's lovely. Yeah. I think it also kind of helps that or, I mean, take this whatever way you will. But the uh, the Hungarians haven't been too strict on COVID measures. Uh, and certainly there's not many masks about at no. present. And therefore... It is the most, when I say normal, I mean like pre-pandemic kind of feeling mm. I have felt anywhere in a very long time. Yeah. It feels like it is completely over here. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And it's interesting because I was saying to James, it feels so busy. It's so exciting. And he said, well, compared to when I've been before, this is really quiet still. Yeah. Like in the ruins bars, uh, when I came last time, you couldn't move. It was absolutely packed with people but you could get served almost straight away you could wander about in the space we got a seat quite quickly and that was at the the most popular touristy of ruins bars yeah simp what's it called oh i'll come on to it in a second you ju- oh, you're jumping ahead to okay, one of fine. the things i'm going to discuss um so i'll come on to all that in a moment uh but the other things that we did we well we've just done a lot of walking around checking out all the beautiful architecture uh, my favourite was the Opera House. Inside. Oh, we went in there. So gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. If you are a fan of photography, I just feel like Budapest is a gift. You can take pictures pretty much everywhere. I got, got to a point where I was like, I can't see any more buildings. You did say that. You were like, can we go for a bit? Because I am maxed out of beautiful buildings. Like, sometimes they just all kind of merge into one. <laughs> and I'm like, I know they're beautiful. But I'm done now. I need to go and see something else. Well, you'll be very glad to hear that none of the activities that I've been researching are based around seeing beautiful buildings. Good. They're all about doing stuff, which we haven't done a lot of so far. So I'm going to take you through those. We'll have another little drink. That is coming up next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. So, what options do you have for us in Budapest? Well, the first one you have already mentioned, and it has to be the most recommended thing for us to do, because each and every episode, I pop up where we're going on our Instagram and ask for recommendations. Um, And so many people said, you should go and do a tour of the ruin bars. Okay. How many ruins bars are there? So... I cannot figure out how many there are. No one is no one is saying there's just a lot. There's enough that there's plenty of lists of like top eight rune bars, top awesome. ten rune bars. Enough for a tour. Absolutely, more than enough for a tour. And also a bit of history for you, if you're listening and thinking, what is a bloody ruin bar? Well, essentially in the Jewish quarter in Budapest, there were a load of dilapidated, old, ruinous buildings that they were going to knock down a load of them. And then a group of friends came together and was like, do you know what? We'll actually take this off your hands. Mm-hmm. I think the one in particular they were chatting about used to be an old stove factory. Okay. And they were like, we're going to turn this into a cool bar and creative space that people can come, get cheap drinks. It's half inside, half outside. It's going to be cool as tits. Let's do this. And is the stove factory the one I went to? Yeah, so this is the most famous one. It's called Simpler Kurt. Simpler. It's been open since like 2002, but they moved to that old stove factory in 2004. And it's very shabby chic, graffiti everywhere. You you could go with a big like marker pen and draw all over the walls, and they'd have no problem with that. No, it's covered in graffiti. It was yeah. covered in just markings everywhere yeah so I, that's that's the original there's been low they kind of set the trend for it but that's the one that people tend to be drawn towards now you have been as part of a stag right yeah we went we paid 20 euros to follow someone around to enter four different um ruin bars which had free entry but what? we we yeah we did that we paid for someone and there was probably like 40 of us that all paid for that but you do that on a stack too. Um, and in the ruined bars, I'd probably say a, a big chunk of the people in there will be Germans and Brits on stag do's. Yeah. And Hindus now as well. A yeah. lot of them are coming over. But we just kind of were doing stuff. We, we were doing like, spent the majority of the time not really paying much attention, but probably putting pound coins in bomb cracks and... <laughs> What? That that seemed to be a game that we did. That we we targeted my friend Dom S, and Dom seemed to get a lot of euros and pounds in his bottom. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to rewind a little bit here. I thought we were talking about room bars. Now you're talking about pounds. And no, no, bum cracks. It's like stag do things. So if his bum crack was on show, <laughs> is this what I'm missing out on? Never going to a stag do is having a pound slotted in my bum hole because his bum crack was on show. He was punished by putting a euro in his in between the cheeks, like you know, like a slot. I like, understand the concept, but I do find it funny that you're saying he was being punished because like I a, think like Dom a... has got this sorted. How much did he make? Well, he didn't make it, so he took it out, and then oh yeah, like a further bit of the game was that he took it out, and if you put the pound coin or the euro in someone's pint glass, they had to down it after it been in his pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between yeah. his cheeks, stag do fun. Oh anyway. My God. 
God, I'm so glad that I never have to go on a stag do in my life. That's what we were doing. It's quite, <laughs> it, was, it was quite tame. It wasn't kind of... That's as, as leery as it got, I think. Okay. Okay, I'll let you have your, your one pound bum tricks. That's absolutely fine. Oh, let's um, not do that. <laughs> uh, but in terms of busyness, because we actually went two nights ago and managed to get a table with chairs quite easily. Yeah, last time I went, you couldn't walk about it was just like standing room everywhere. But here it was like potentially get seats somewhere. And that's what we did. It was a lot, lot more enjoyable not being too busy because I'm old now. Yeah. And like to be able to sit down somewhere and not have to queue at a bar for half an hour. Yeah. So perhaps it, as part of our Ruin Bar tour, we try and find some like under the radar, less popular ones. Maybe. That's good. Which the locals go to more. So I think that's probably like the main tourist attraction. Okay, so that's option one for you. The second one is, this is very popular too, we could go and do a thermal bath. Mm. They are very well known for their thermal bath here in Budapest. They bloody love them. The most popular one is, it's the, oh God, hang on, give me a moment. Sesheni Baths. Sheni. Sesheni Baths. Sesheni. Sesheni, which was built... Over 100 years ago. What? Yeah. And if you Google thermal baths in Budapest, that's the one that's going to come up. It's in a big yellow building. It looks very fun. But I've got to say, in all the photos, it looks quite busy. How are you with um, lots of people packed into a pool? Nah, I don't like that. You don't? I don't like, be- I don't like being in busy swimming pools. Okay. I like a-, a quiet pool and no one. Is there kids there? There's probably kids there. Don't like kids in <laughs> pools. That really annoys me because they're just splashing about. Uh, is there a bar? Well, I was going to say, to your first point, there are 18 pools. So it may 18? Be 18. So Ooh. it may be that there are quieter pools. Uh, I do think kids are allowed in probably most of them. Um, they do have a beer spa there. Oh, so we've done that though. We have done that. So we're not going to do that again. We Did- We went to the one in Prague, if you heard that. Listen back if you haven't heard it. Yeah. It's good. Though I will say, I do think the beer spa's cheaper in Budapest. Oh no, we could have saved money. Doesn't make sense though, because the beer's more expensive here. But True. take from that what you will, the better value beer spas, I think, are in Budapest. Um, but that's an option for you. That's good. What else? Next, we have the Great Hall Market. Right. Which is also known as the Central Market. Built bloody ages ago as well, 1897. That was a it's, while ago. It's huge. It's a food market. You can buy local produce, sample local foods. I think they've got like a food hall bit as well. Like M&S. Like, just like M&S. Like M&S's food hall. If you've been in that, M&S food hall, absolutely amazing. Basically the same as the Great Hall Market here in Budapest. Have you ever done any haggling james uh yes i'm pretty good at haggling are you actually yeah i went to inja as my first ever trip out of the uk aged 20 or 19 or 20 and that that classic first holiday first holiday and very quickly realized that this was jumping in at the deep end but but we were there for five weeks me and my friend daniel and by the end of it we'd go into hotels I remember going into hotel Descent or Hotel Decent, can't remember how it was pronounced. But it, I'm it, sorry if it was Hotel Descent. I mean, that does not sound, it's not got good connotations, does or, it? Well, it might have been decent, but it's like Hotel <laughs> Decent. Um, 
And I remember going in, them saying it was, uh, they were so cheap. We were staying in Delhi in, in Paraganj. And I remember haggling with the reception staff on the front to the point where other people heard who'd already paid and booked for their rooms and complained that we'd got it for so much cheaper than what they'd got it. And I was like, well, haggling's so good. But yeah, I was, I really enjoyed India for haggling. So you were being given a tourist price, I presume? Yeah. And the local people would pay like 10%. Yeah, and I was like, na na na. Okay, so maybe if we went there, we could hear. You could give me a lesson because I'm some actually crap. Injure haggling. Yeah, I'm proper British about haggling. I, I, I'm just a bit like, oh, take my money. I'm happy. What else? Now, I know you like your engineering. Got a engineering degree? Yes, I do. How about we go up and see the Budapest Castle via their Castle Hill funicular? A funicular. A funicular. A funicular. It's I a did... steep railway. Yeah, steep railway takes you up. It's how, how they used to get up the, the hills in ye olden times. Still running here. It's three pound ten for a single trip yeah. up. Guess how much for a return? Uh, six pound twenty. No, four pound forty-two. Much better value to do the return. I don't mind coming down well. the steps. I know. I think they know that, and that's why they're just trying to push a few quid extra out of you. Coming down's all right. Walking more than three flights of stairs is not the one for me. I don't. I can't be bothered. I'd rather just uh, get a funicular. No money funiculars in London. I haven't seen a funicular in London. We did see one when we were in Hastings. Did we? Yeah, it wasn't open, but there is a funicular in Hastings. And instead, we had to climb all those bloody steps. And I did wish it was open, if I'm honest. So where's the funicular at? So, well, this is something that I did not know before I came here. And I cannot believe, because it's such a cracking fact. I didn't know that you've got the Danube River in the middle... Danube. And one side is Buddha and the other side is Pest or Pest. Yeah, we're in Pest now, so it's Buddha, Pest, Buddha, Pest. I did not know that. Buddha left, Pest right. So we'd be going to the Buddha side, which means you'd get a really great view of the Pest side across to the Hungarian Parliament buildings, which are some of the most beautiful buildings I've ever seen. And you could go up there, we could go up there with... A bottle of some Hungarian wine. I don't know what if you found for us. We could watch the sunset. It could be super romantic. No. No, hang on. What else have we got? You can't decide that quickly. I you can't decide it. that quickly. I remember the engineering of the funicular. No one wants to hear romance on a podcast. <laughs> Next. How about a collection of more than 140 Interactive pinball machine and vintage arcade games dating back from 1947. Okay, that sounds quite fun. It is the Flipper Museum, and it's one of the biggest collections in Europe. And once you've paid your entry price, you get to play them all for free. That's good. So how much is entry? £7.77p. 777 Like the aircraft. 777 like you win on a route, uh, on a... Lottery machine, no. On a um, no. one-armed bandit. What? On a casino slot machine. A slot machine. One Jesus, bandit. that took a long time. Um, so we could go there, and we could settle the bit of the disagreement we had last night. What was the disagreement we had? We played pool. 
Oh, yeah, we played pool last night in our hotel. We played best of three. Yeah. First two games. James won. James... Oh, all, all games no, I no, won. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. James won two games. So yeah. I said, right, third game, all or nothing. Yeah. You agreed. I did. And let's just say it came down. We both had one ball each. And the back was on the table. And I was like, this is, you know, if you're watching this at home, you were like, this is great viewing. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, James, on his go. Sank the black. Hang on. You've skipped ahead. Go on. I'm telling the tale. James potted his red spotted ball. Yeah. Then it was his turn to pot the black. So he leant down. He drew back his wooden stick. What's that called? Cue. The cue, and he. Oh, do you know what? It slotted straight in. It was. A, it was a beautiful shot. Thank you. I'll give you that. However, yeah, he forgot to call the hole, and therefore I won. And see, because it was all or nothing, I won all three games. No. So the thing is, Chelsea was being so. She was playing, and I tried to teach her some pool, and uh, I was like, basically, the ball needs to hit there, and if it hits there, that angle will go into the pocket. Yeah. And she's like, nah, you're teaching me and it's not working. I don't understand. And she's basically saying... That's not true. I do understand that that's how it works. I just don't like playing like that. No, no, but you said that you couldn't get the white ball to hit the ball that you're aiming for in that position. Yeah, but my point is I understand that there is science and maths and angles. That That's how you could play pool. And that's how the you, professionals play. You're doing the hit and hope method. I do. And you got the point where in that final game, might I add, that you did some pretty dicey... You had four attempts to hit the same ball and kept putting the white ball back. So never mind, oh, the black ball was in front of the top left pocket. I wonder which one he's going for. Never mind calling it. You had, to put, you had, several, you had three attempts at least to pop that ball from that corner. And I was just like, keep going, spot it again. Yeah, so, I didn't see that. What I'm hearing is that we tied. I'm hearing. I'm hearing that we tied. I am hearing we are both winners. I'm hearing 3-0. But I'd happily go and extend my lead on pinball. Hang, well, okay. But also, James, tonight. Yeah. Pull again. Yes, pull again. I'm going to destroy you. I would like to see that. Honestly. I will let that be attempted. Maybe that should just be our activity, me and you, with some Hungarian liqueur up at the pool table. Uh, but no, I've got one final thing to tempt you with. Go on. Over pool. It is, in fact, I'm not going to tell you the name of it, I'm going to describe it first. Yeah. So listen carefully. Like any other railway, it has ticket offices, diesel, locomotives, signals, switches, and a timetable. It's the Eurostar. It's not the Eurostar. It's electric trains, isn't it? Go on. Unlike other railways, though, this one is run by children. No. I mean, we can't go stuff... That's what, I mean, kids run a, a business. Yeah. That'd be absolutely carnage. No! It's been running for many, many years. They take it very seriously. Basically, it's about 50 minutes on public transport outside of Budapest. You get to this line, and it is totally run by children. Kids can't run anything. They're driving the train. They're giving you your ticket. They're the ones with the trolley set. I don't think they have a trolley service. 
Do they have toilet service? I, I'm, I don't think they do. But you imagine getting ID'd if you try and buy a beer <laughs> off them? Like, shut up. Imagine if we got a bit too larry on it and one of them had to forcibly remove you but from the train. Kid security. <laughs> they might do. That would be the most embarrassing thing of my life. In fact, in fact, you, you're right. We have to do this one. Imagine if I get assumed that I'm one of the staff. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Have you, have you got a whistle with you? No, I don't. Oh. I brought my whistle with me this oh, week. That is a shame. Um, that is one pound seventy-seven each way for a ride on the children's railway. It's three pound ten return, and I do have to say this because you know I love me a good value activity. But it's eight pound eighty for a day family ticket. That's two adults and three kids, right? And they can go up and down that all day long. Do no. you think that's good value? No, because they'll just all spend it on, like, Haribo, and they'll be all off their face. They can't be trusted to run anything. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the kids that just get to go with their families. Oh, no, I know, but even paying them, like... <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. You think we shouldn't be paying the children who run the children's railway because they'll go and spend all the money on Haribo? Yes. You, you're talking about child labour, James. Yeah. They can't be trusted. <laughs> Kids have no grasp on how a business works. Well, they have no clue. Well, I think you're actually incorrect because it has been running for a very long time. And, oh, hang on, let me let me just do a quick little Google. What's the see this review saying? Children's Railway Budapest. Yeah. This is absolutely ridiculous. <gasps> it's got 4.7 uh, out of 5 and it's got 1,200 Google reviews. So I think they're doing a pretty good job. Oh, they've got kid conductors. Yes. But kids get bored so easily nowadays, they'll probably just leave the lights, the signal on green. You should It'll... not judge every child by your own self when you were a kid. Like... I think they're very dependable. And yeah, I'm quite excited by this one. That's a big train for a kid to drive. Anyway. it could. It could by the way, it could be that they're not actually driving the train. But they're doing everything else. Right. Just, okay. I don't know if that helps you at all. Well, we'll see about that. Well, there's some options anyway. Do we do that? <laughs> well, you've got some time to think about it. Do not worry, uh, because we will not reveal where we are going until the next episode of Tipsy Tourism. But in the meantime, you can let us know which one you would be going for. I think there was a good selection there. It was. Yeah, you can tell us either on Twitter on Instagram we'll post like a little a photo which you can comment under or maybe a poll oh you can leave us a review tell us on there what you think we should be doing next and those reviews as well really help us yeah obviously we would prefer a five star um, but you can click something that says write a review they're the things that really help us boost us up the charts now, you can find out what we pick in the next episode, so make sure you're subscribed to Tipsy Tourism so it will appear in your feed when it's uploaded. Yeah. Thanks for that, and thanks for listening, and we will speak to you in the next episode. Bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.